Hello, Lauren Hubelay here with um, Restoring Immunity. I have a Jimmo memo for you today on mistletoe. Here with me is my dear friend and colleague, Megan Limp. Hello, Megan. Hi, Lauren. It's great to be with you again. Megan, I'm really excited to talk about mistletoe. It's an extract and a plant that absolutely fascinates me. How about you? Uh, yes, I am continually amazed by mistletoe. Yes, and now with what I've studied, I, I love seeing it grow in trees and um, it's particularly notable in the winter. Um, and if you're in some, a place where the trees lose their leaves, I'm sure you'll notice those beautiful clusters of mistletoe. And I, I used to always think that it was a negative thing for a tree, but actually the more I learned about mistletoe, that's not necessarily so. So the mistletoe we're gonna talk about today is the mistletoe that grows in crabapple trees because that is the one that is collected for gemotherapy extracts. Um, what I find among many things fascinating about mistletoe is that it grows when everything else is dormant. That in itself, because I'm a little bit of an outlaw myself, I love <laughs> anything that doesn't follow conformity, right? <laughs> and after a very brief period of depending on its host, it actually begins to create its own vital energy. What a great thing, something we all need, right? And you know what comes up for me right away, Megan, I can't help but toss this right back to you, is co-regulation. Oh yeah, absolutely. A symbiotic relationship. I mean, it talked about inherent adaptability and inherent resilience, I mean, yeah, lots of beautiful qualities. So mistletoe says to Crabapple, hey, I'm going to hang out for you with you for a while while I get started and then I've got it from here. And that's that's how our relationship should be, right? Thank you for helping me regulate. And now I'm going to create my own vital energy. And for the tree world, now that we know how trees nourish each other and communicate, it's actually not that unheard of that a tree would tolerate something like that and give of its essence. Yeah, what a great thing for us to learn from trees about creating our own human communities, about supporting one another. So when, when we collect this um, mistletoe, um, it's the one Jimmo extract that actually has the smallest amount of plant material um, mm -hmm in the extract and it's much more diluted than any other um, but it, it has a couple actions that we call tonics um, and in our language and megan and i use that makes sense but in case that's a little unclear to you that means it's boosting it's a boosting <laughs> extract so it boosts the um, activity of the circulation system and prevents the vein walls from thickening, which is an excellent um, activity for those of us that are aging, because that's one of the things that happens as we age. Garbage collects along the vein walls, they thicken, circulation slows. What uh, mistletoe does is help um, 
prevent that from happening. It also is a tonic on the nervous system, particularly the vagus nerve, one of my favorite topics and yours. And we're just beginning to learn what, what does it actually do with the vagal nerve? But Megan, you know, my sense is it, it, it builds resilience and works with the vagal break and our ability to slow down those habitual reactions of going into a chaotic state of sympathetic mobilization rather than mobilizing in a very focused and organizing way. I um, see it as a, the wonderful microdose for folks who are in a constant state of challenge. Um, kind of sounds like what we're all under right now and where regulation, even with co-regulation and cues of safety is difficult. And when you have all the tools and you're still saying, wow, regulation is still a challenge. I find mistletoe to be a wonderful friend to step in for a period of time. I also, and I know this is an interesting topic to you, is a note that it harmonizes breathing, digestion, and elimination, all part of the vagal nerve um, work. And then should you consider micro, uh, more than microdosing um, mistletoe later on in your healing process, once elimination is optimized, there's incredible research around what mistletoe can do to inhibit the growth of tumors and whether they're benign or cancerous. And um, Walida, the big researcher in Europe, has really spent years and years working with mistletoe. Um, and so you can find all kinds of good information on the web about that. What I failed to mention in, the, in my final comment on mistletoe is this action that it has with the circulatory system and that blood running through the kidneys does um, give it a mild diuretic quality. So you're going to, when taking it, get a little more flushing out of the kidneys, maybe an increase in urine upon starting it. Megan, what does your lens bring to mistletoe? Yeah, I, that is so beautifully put, Lauren. You know, from my lens, well, mistletoe is just such a beautiful and amazing plant and extract. I think let's revisit that mistletoe is a hemiparasitic plant, meaning that it thrives at a time when most other plants are dormant and it is able then to become independent. And what Lauren talked about with the nervous system and its relationship to the vagus nerve, you know, it's so relevant that as we're moving and changing through the seasons and we're moving into a time when most of us feel an energetic pull towards dormancy or towards slowing, mistletoe can help sort of regulate this and help us find the light. Wow. Particularly related to those of us who are in a stressful time and we tend to harden 
in relationship to the stress. We harden and we push and it becomes so habituated that it's hard to find our way out of that. And that's, you know, we see it, we know that it's, it opposes sclerosis, but it opposes hardening. It helps the circulatory system, it cleans. So let's think about those same qualities um, for our mind and emotions and in relationship to the nervous system and the vagus nerve, bringing that regulation, bringing that harmony throughout the whole system. Anytime in Asian medicine that we're talking about something that opposes sclerosis, we're talking about the wood element, which ensures the free flow, particularly in relationship to blood. And we can see some of this activity if we look at mistletoe. So in Asian medicine, when we talk about blood stasis, we see symptoms like clotting or stabbing and sharp pain, so headaches or migraines. Um, we see uh, a limited ability of blood to carry oxygen throughout the body. Um, and so this, again, is an extract that could be re very relevant related to um, current viral activity in our community that seems to affect the vascular system and sort of shows some of these same blood stasis qualities to them. Um, when blood does move freely, um, when we can ensure good circulatory movement, good um, stimulation of the vagus nerve supporting our internal organs and uh, our nervous system, uh, we can provide the body and mind with nourishment. And that comes in the form of blood. You know, in Asian medicine, we talk about our, um, our mind from a spiritual aspect uh, being housed in the blood. The Shen is housed in the blood. But when there is free flow of blood movement, we, we can facilitate cleaning. We can provide moisture. We can soften masses like cysts and lipomas or whatever the clotting encapsulating mass formation that's happening in the body is. We can ease nerve dysregulation like neuralgias, ease spasmodic symptoms, easing headaches. Um, again, I think the most important part right now is to note that the blood houses the shen. And so when we have good blood movement, we can settle our mind and settle our spirit. Mm -hmm. You know, Megan, when I was reflecting on mistletoe this morning, I wrote something in my, the sideline. And I would be really curious of your, your thoughts, because I think you're not saying it directly, but it, it, it's certainly related. I think mistletoe can help us see and heal our shadow. Listen to this, Lauren. When I went back to the Ledoux book, mistletoe is described as allowing us to wake up to life when winter has settled into the soul and review our life and light. So talk about the quality of seeing and clarity. Yeah, yeah, it's it's seen and, and we can't heal until we can see. Yeah, yes. Right. yes. Wow, beautiful. Mm -hmm. We're all in sync here. Mm -hmm. So folks, I, I think mistletoe should be on your list. I. Um, I, I find that the best way for you to experience it is once you've dropped into this system of working with a central nervous system extract, one for your autonomic nervous system, and then bring mistletoe in. So it wouldn't be the very first extract. I would recommend that you 
try. But if you've been following Megan and I along in our meanderings here, you have a gist for these systems. So looking for one, first for central nervous system, then autonomic, mistletoe is a great extract to come in to work with that vagal nerve, helping us cr create resilience in these challenging times that we're in and seeing what really is. Wow. What greater goal than accepting what is and working with that? Yeah. yeah. Hello, Lauren Hubele here with um, Restoring Immunity. I have a Jimmo memo for you today on mistletoe. Here with me is my dear friend and colleague, Megan Lim. Hello, Megan. Mm -hmm.